Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. My name is Glenn and I'm here with Adam and your Overwatch League news starts now. One shot. One kill. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. After what seems like four weeks and seven days, I'm finally back. It is so good to hear your voice again. Nobody can get the intro quite like you, Glenn. You're truly one of a kind. I appreciate it, man. Uh, as you heard last episode, I was in Paris, but uh, it was not a pleasant trip, Adam. It wasn't. Um, so Robo Glenn took some time into Paris, but you know what? He's back now. And we had to ship Colin off. Um, actually, unfortunately, uh, Colin was uh, is currently under investigation. Uh, he's using um, <laughs> growth hormones, uh, and we just don't appreciate that kind of you know blatant lack of sportsmanship here at the Overwatch League Now podcast. Um, you know, we're really all about integrity and making sure that you know that we are held up to the highest standard and we're just really disappointed in Colin's actions. Um we hope that he grows as a person but he probably won't. I mean he will with the growth hormones, but not in the, not emotionally. No, 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 he emotionally stunted, not going to grow from this experience. It will not affect him one bit. He's probably right now sitting doing his human growth hormones in a Buca de Beppo somewhere. <laughs> what a guy. What, what a guy. guy. <laughs> anyway, uh do you want to you want to hear about my trip? Yeah, let's talk about your trip. So, uh, much like the Count of Monte Cristo, while I was in Paris, I was wrongfully imprisoned for a crime I didn't commit. (laughs) Oh man, that's that sounds terrible. It was terrible. I met a uh, I met Dumbledore in in the prison, managed to escape, and then plotted a revenge. It was uh, quite terrible because uh, in that time, my uh, one true love was stolen away from me. Yeah. By my best friend. Oh man. And Don Quixote. Don Quixote. <laughs> and we uh I had to enact a plan of revenge and uh Plan it, B. Plan B. And face him in a duel to the death. On top of a windmill. On top of a windmill. Yeah, that sounds exactly right. <laughs> um I heard actually that you were um you were imprisoned, um, much like Monte Cristo for taking two slices of bread, uh, putting ham and cheese between them and frying them. Thus, making the infamous uh, Monte Cristo sandwich, um, croquet monsieur, as they would say in France, uh, and I heard that they did not appreciate it. In all truthfulness, I actually didn't go to Paris. I went to Earl's sandwich and had a Monte Cristo sandwich, and it was uh, it was quite delicious. Uh, for those of you uh, unfamiliar with Earl Enterprises, uh, which is a real thing, did yes, you, you know, did, did you know they yes. owned Buca de Beppo as well? <laughs> yes. This is the second the reference to one of their. They should start paying us, actually, <laughs> or just feeding us. Yeah, in general. or honestly, if they could just cater one of our recording sessions, that would be great. But you know, it's three minutes into the episode, and all we've talked about is Earl Enterprises. We're really hungry. <laughs> that, well, you're not wrong. Um, so how was that hiatus, Glenn? You've been busy. I, I have been really busy. Uh, work has been really stressful. Last week I worked, uh, I think over, over a span of three days, I got maybe 
12 hours of sleep. That's four hours a day. Yes, that's yeah. yeah. Combine them all at once, you get a full (laughs) night's rest. Yeah, it was a it was really rough. It's been a rough uh, spring break season for Glenn. Uh, It's been a rough mating season for Bird Person. person. Yes, it it really has been. Um, So I I haven't really hadn't gotten a lot of rest, but I have been uh, following along as much as I can, and I I appreciate you and Colin trying to step up and. uh, Never and, and let do that your happen best. again. Please, please never let that happen again. I'm sorry I left you unsupervised. <laughs> Editing that podcast with Colin was an experience. I love Colin to death, despite his human growth hormone. Uh, unacceptable. Epi- epidemic, unacceptable. Absolutely ridiculous. Suspended for at least seven more days. Um, but we were just sitting like... Have you ever seen the gif of the panda from, like, Panda Cheese? <laughs> yes, where he yes. just takes the keyboard and slams <laughs> it against the table? That's literally how we edited that last episode. So for any of you that listen to it, I am so sorry. We will never let it happen again. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in again if you did. Um, if not, I understand completely. <laughs> yeah, I can't really blame you there. But things are uh, starting to get back into shape and back into order and... Uh... Hopefully we'll be able to bring you guys um, a little bit more higher quality and a little bit more consistent quality and uh, and entertainment for the weeks to come uh, for the rest of the season, hopefully. Which, yeah. by the way, it's the end of stage two. <laughs> well, they, they crept up on us. Yeah, it kind of happened over, you know, what was it? Five, five weeks. weeks. <laughs> yeah. It's been, a, been about a month and seven days since you've been gone. So stage one finale. And now you're here for the stage two finale. Yeah, here I am. Um so I I really haven't been able to keep up a whole lot with a lot of the individual matches. I've been able to keep up with scores, and they've been absolutely – I mean, I've been blown away with just how the Mayhem have been doing in general. But do you want to kind of talk about uh, not only the Mayhem, but just, just overall impressions of Stage 2 before – I mean, we don't have a whole lot of playoff um, stats or info right now. But overall, Stage 2, Adam, fill me in. On stage two, or do you want to just go week four and recap? You know what? Let's let's do a whole like, let's let's do this like a stage two just overview. Where we're honestly we're recording this. I know a little inside the magic of what happens when we record. We're actually watching the uh, stage two semifinal between the Philadelphia Fusion and the London Spitfire. Um, it's going into a fifth map right now, um, as we are recording this. So we do not know yet who who wins stage two. Uh, but some initial impressions for stage two has just been the improvement that we have seen from the Florida Mayhem is the first thing that sticks out to me. Um, winning three matches, I know they started off kind of kind of slow in stage two. Everyone, you know, I saw a lot of people on Twitter lose a little faith. They started uh, they started saying, well, you know, this is just typical Florida Mayhem. This is what they do. They they get up the capture points up to ninety nine percent. They give it up. Uh, they don't escort. Um, they're just not playing well. And we saw a complete turnaround of this Florida Mayhem team. Um, in fact, they they tweeted out, uh, undefeated for the week, uh, because they won two games within a seven-day span. They weren't. It wasn't technically the same week. But you know what? The fact that they're just stringing together wins is impressive to me because this Florida Mayhem team is a team that a lot of people have written off. And, you know, they kind of made light of – of them when they, you know, called them the meme team and doing all of that fun stuff. But we saw um, there was one particular match, something that stood out um, on top of the entrance um, that the Florida Mayhem had made for um, for Stoneman Douglas um, after the tragedy that happened. There was another entrance that really stood out to me this stage 
which was when the Florida Mayhem just walked out stone-faced. They just walked out, and they sat down, and they started – they got ready to play, which is something that we hadn't seen from them. And even the announcers made the point of, oh, well, it looks like the Mayhem came to play this stage, and they're they're not going to be pushed around. They're not going to just be known as the meme team. Um, so I think that the Florida Mayhem is that one big takeaway. I know us being a Florida podcast, it's kind of assumed that we're going to talk about the Florida Mayhem. So no surprise here when – I say that the Florida Mayhem is something that I, I really want to dive into, just how impressed I am with this team. I mean, they're 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 not a team to sneeze at, Adam. They really they're aren't. No, they're they, nothing to sneeze at. They are nothing to sneeze at. And they, they won three games against the Philadelphia Fusion, the Dallas Fuel, and the LA Valiant, which were very incredible victories. I mean, not to say that, that any victory is not an incredible victory, but the last victory we had, the first victory we had, was against the Shanghai Dragons, which still unfortunately remain winless but uh, it it's it's not hard to do what everybody else has done mm-hmm. and so going into it and defeating the Dallas Fuel when obviously they are having their their turbulence and their ups and downs and their team issues but again they're a great team and they have a lot of fight in them so defeating them was was impressive to me mm-hmm. um beating the the Philadelphia Fusion or no, it's the shock. The, the shock. San Francisco the, San, shock. the San Francisco shock was great, um, especially since we had some great rapport with them early in the preseason. I mean, it was great to see that. And then another team we had a great rapport with was the LA Valiant. So I feel like we take that Valkyries. <laughs> <laughs> we we waited this long, and we finally enacted our revenge. We got our rematch, and we won. And and I feel like this this th- these should have been the matches that we had wagered. Uh, Poems. Yeah, poems. <laughs> I, we'd have probably enjoyed hearing poems, and our audience enjoyed listening to our terrible poems. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, not that I'm shocked, because I'm not. I'm I'm mayhem. Yeah. Not, not shocked. You're not shocked. No. But I, I really am not. I mean, we, we said at the very end of stage one that we knew that the mayhem were only going to improve. Mm-hmm. But I think we underestimated how, how well they would do. I think we said maybe just one more victory or two more victories. Um, I don't think we we really anticipated three coming out of it. And even doing as well as they did, I think there were only two matches out of the whole stage that they were shut out. Um, And even then, it was every every other match that they had was was fairly close, or at least they put points on the board, or they put up a really great fight. And I think we saw a lot of great effort from the Mayhem especially. So uh, I'm even not being able to catch up and watch every single match live and only watching maybe a couple of highlights here and there from um, the Twitter and the Facebook, it, it, what I was seeing, I was really happy with. I, I'm, I am, I have been a mayhem fan and it has been a, a, a labor of love really um, because of, of their performance in stage one. But even, even with only three points on the board, I'm incredibly happy. Yeah. Now, uh, and, you know, the same thing can be said for our victories leading to our fan base growing. I know, for example, um, it was really difficult to get my fiancé to, to watch any matches. Uh, usually her response is, I see you play enough Overwatch. Why do I want to watch people who are better than you <laughs> play Overwatch better than you? Um, but since, you know, we've kind of been... Uh, successful this stage and since they're kind of are they're playing a fun and exciting you know game they're playing the game fun and you can tell that they're having fun out there um 
she's enjoyed watching the matches with me. So, that, I mean, that's a great turnaround. And we see that with our watch parties. You know, we have to give a huge shout-out to the Chaos crew. Whoop! Yeah, because, um, you know, just what they're doing with these watch parties um, is absolutely incredible. And if they ever need any help um, from Orlando... You know, you got three guys here who, depending would on, be, would love to, and depending, depending on, on where, where yeah. depending on, <laughs> depending on how long the uh, the major industry in Orlando, not saying what it is, you know, who knows, <laughs> who knows why people come to Orlando, but depending on what they, uh, what that industry does to us, um, we'd be happy to jump in and you know to really kind of help get, in whatever way possible. Absolutely. Yeah, but I mean, they did. They actually. Um, so let's talk about that for a minute. They actually had a watch party here in Orlando at the Oblivion Tap Room. Uh, neither of us got a chance to go, but it looks like the turnout was pretty good. It did. From the the pictures we saw on Twitter, it looked really, it looked like a lot of fun. It looked like they had a great turnout, and looked like we have a lot of uh, representation here in Florida for the mayhem. Um, cheering on our what now seven or eight local unlocal local boys. Yeah. Yeah, we got a lot of uh, a lot of Swedes, a lot of Finns, and a couple of Koreans joining us. So <laughs> it's gonna be a great time. But um, and it's only gonna get better. Um, yeah. obviously we we uh, what did you say the bar was? Um, Oblivion Tap Room. Oblivion Tap Room near downtown Orlando. The Chaos Crew hosting them there. We obviously have Player One Video Game Bar, which yeah, uh, we another frequent. Whoop, whoop, huge shout out. I win that tournament all the time. And there are a couple other bars in town that obviously support the mayhem. So obviously we're seeing a lot of representation and a lot of. Uh, enthusiasm coming and rising within Orlando, which is great, and it's only going to get better from here as they continue to improve and uh, continue to do better in the league, and the league continues to grow as well. Yeah, which also Chaos Crew. Don't know if I could uh, make this happen, but uh, Player One's real close to my house, so <laughs> if you want to host a host an event there, that would be uh, real convenient, and they've got really good beer. So no food. So, but you know, we can all. Uh, as the kids say, we uh, get turnt. Uh, as we <laughs> so we watch the Florida Mayhem. We just is not that not what the kids say anymore, Glenn. I, I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, you were imprisoned in Paris for twelve years. Exactly. So. How would I know what the kids yeah. say anymore? Um, they would say we we. Jonas Equa turnt. But now, like, are we, are we being racially insensitive? To, um, to, or not, not racially, uh, geographically insensitive to our friends. Uh, if any of you are listening in France, wow, <laughs> I'm surprised. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, though. But we're we're <laughs> shit. We're surprised. <laughs> um, all right. So we talked about the mayhem. Fantastic job. This this stage only going to get better. What are you expecting to see? Or what are what are some of the things that you enjoyed most watching from the mayhem? Uh, and what do you expect to see or hope to see in stage three? So um, I honestly can say the one player that I will I will say I was a little tough on him in stage one. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to be that tough on you. <laughs> it's um, tough love. It's just tough love. It's just because I'm passionate. I'm a very passionate person. I like what I like a lot. Um, I think it was – I forgot who said There was an actor, not an actor, an author. Wow, this is this train is derailing <laughs> real fast that uh, that said never love something halfway. Like lo- if you're going to like something, love it all the way. And that's how I feel about everything I do in my life. I'm very passionate about things. Um, but swoosh. Swoosh has just impressed me so much. Um, not only the way that he is playing Winston – uh, just, but just his versatility and the way that he always seems to read the field and kind of get back when he knows that the that the mayhem are outnumbered. 
I think that his in-game IQ is incredible. And just watching him and seeing the improvements that I think his game has made um, is just awesome. I mean, honestly, you could say the same thing for any of the guys. I know Logix has been doing a lot better uh, this season as well. Also, which... have you seen that picture of Logix going around where uh, the Mayhem will tweet it out? And it's like, uh, like and retweet this picture of Logix for good luck. Uh, <laughs> if you don't, uh, you will have 10-year bad luck or something like that. Let me try and find that. That's really funny. No, I haven't seen it. But that's, I mean, yeah, Swoosh we were definitely a little bit tough on. Um, and Logix we were very tough on. So it's great to see them turn around and, and do so much better. And I, I think somebody else that we've been – um, very pleased with is uh, Zappas finally seen yes, him in the, in the so rotation, nice. seen him playing around. Um, I'm sure he's done. <laughs> I'm sure he's done a, a lot to improve the team. You know, just personality wise and and uh, his skill that he's bringing into the league as well. Yeah. I'm sure has helped a lot. Yeah. So the the picture in question is just a black background. And it says, if you see this JPEG while scrolling, you have been visited by Tracer God Logics for Mayhem. Good aim and pulse bombs will come to you, but only if you comment, thank Mr. Logic on this picture. <laughs> um, and that literally, like, every time they post it, it literally just cycles through again. So it just pops all over my timeline. It's great. It's great to see um, that one. And then um, the picture of all of Zebesai's uh, facial expressions. <laughs> Uh, which great beard, um, loves Zebesai's beard. Um, ten out of ten. Ten out of ten would highly recommend. Uh, but no, it's just been great watching the guys, um, you know, really bounce uh, back from stage one. A lot of people were really disappointed, and I know that, you know, they were the most disappointed by their performance in stage one. Um, I don't think it was for lack of effort. I just think that they, you know, there were some matches that they just um, the other team just brought it, and I know that. You know, watching these teams and watching their streams, there are no harder critics for the Florida Mayhem than the Florida Mayhem. They want to win every game. They want to um, they want to win the Overwatch League, but you know sometimes it just doesn't happen. Um, but it's just great to see them really bounce back in this stage. Absolutely. So stage three, what are your hopes? What are your dreams? Stage three um, for the Florida Mayhem. For the Florida Mayhem, I think that they're going to continue to ramp it up. Um, I don't think we're going to quite make the leap yet to a top-tier team. Um, but I'm expecting the Mayhem to get play 10 matches. I think we go 5-5. Five and five. I think we, we win 5, we lose 5. Um, well, we're, we're going to get to see two more players that have been added to the roster actually play for the Mayhem, hopefully, as well. So seeing that with, with Zappas coming in, I'm sure we're going to see a lot of different team comps, a lot of de- uh, different... Um, just roster changes and lineups and stuff like that. We, and hopefully we'll be able to bring a lot more to the table as well. It's going to be a lot of fun to actually see new stuff coming from the mayhem. Yeah, no, it's going to be really awesome. Uh, the two that we mentioned, say a player and awesome guy going to be really great, you know, watching them come and see how they fit into this Florida mayhem because it's, you know, with even with Zappas in, we kind of see the same starting lineup every single game. And I think it's because the guys gel so well together. So it's going to be interesting to see what our subs look like with, say, a player, an awesome guy joining us because I think that there's a lot of different directions that this team can take. And I think that if teams have to prepare for that, it's going to make them, you know, the Florida Mayhem that much tougher to beat. Absolutely. I'm, I'm re- <laughs> going to actually try to watch a few matches uh, stage three, and I'm, I'm really excited to see the new – 
new lineup. Especially if they're at Player One Video Game Bar in Lake Buena Vista, Florida, just <laughs> just miles from downtown and all of the tourist areas, so you could get that a uh, major traffic chaos crew. I'm not saying that they already host unofficial watch parties that get that bar packed, but I'm saying that if you put it in that bar. That place will be popping off. Plus, I'll probably win the Overwatch tournament they have there. Um, so that's, you know, cool too. Shameless plug. Uh, <laughs> so we've talked Mayhem, uh, and we've talked uh, our hopes for them for Stage 3. Uh, stage 2, overall, what were your impressions of the other teams? What, 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 From the teams that we saw, we saw a lot of changes, obviously. We saw kind of the same top teams in the top again doing the same thing that they were doing before uh even though stage two had a little bit of a, a shakeup with the uh with the fusion uh what were your impressions and uh overall just thoughts just on the thoughts, stage yeah. yes thoughts on the stage so two teams that i want to point out is the valiant and the outlaws so the valiant in stage one finished seven and three they were in fourth place basic essentially tied um, with the Outlaws and the Spitfire, they only uh, lost on map differential. Um, but in Stage 2, the Valiant were 4-6, and six, um, have, having won one more game than the Florida Mayhem did. Um, so, I mean, that's a huge dip in performance. They lost basically three more games in the stage than they did, they did the first one. And the same can be said for the Houston Outlaws, who finished in second place in the stage and played in the stage championship. Um, and they went five and five. So, I mean, when you're talking about teams that went 500, like in baseball, that's an average team. So the Houston outlaws went from being championship contenders to being an average team, this stage. So you have to think that the green wall might be a little nervous about what's happening with their team. They might, um, have a few cracks in the wall. Yeah, there might be a few. I like that. There might be a few cracks (laughs) in the green wall. Um, so I think it's going to be really interesting to see how those teams bounce back in the next um, next stage. I think that we're going to see them bounce back. But um, ultimately, I think that what we're seeing is, with one exception, which hurts me to say because I've been rooting for them really hard, there is no team in the Overwatch League that is impenetrable. There is no team that will go out there and steamroll another team. I think that I'm not going to mention the team because I feel really bad for them. <laughs> um, I feel I don't want to drag on this conversation much longer than I need to. Um, but I think that any one of the other 11 teams can honestly win any single match. And I think that the Dragons are there too. I just think that they've gotten bit by a, a bit of a, a bad bug and an unlucky bug. Um, but I think that they're going to pop out of it. I just hope that they don't do it against the Mayhem. Um, so, but honestly, that would be a sight to see. <laughs> that, I mean, that would be really sad. I would be, I would, I would think, not think Mr. Logic's that game. I would probably just cry in a corner for a little bit. Um, but it's really great to see that, you know, how competitive stage two was. Um, I know we see the Excelsior back up at the top of the stage. So I know some people get, are getting tired of them. And I know that there's that stigma of New York sports teams, um, such as like the Yankees and the Giants, and we're just sick and tired of them winning everything. Um, but I mean, a lot can be said for you know their performance, um, and a lot can be said for. I mean, one player I want to talk about in specific is Pine. 
Um, oh my gosh. There's nothing you can, I mean, <laughs> really what can be said about pine? Um, my favorite is there are super cuts on YouTube where people just take pine highlights and they cut it to that video where someone's like, pine, who do you think is the best player in the overwatch league? And he goes, <laughs> me. And then it's just, like, <laughs> it's just so funny. Like just dead face. And like, I'm, I'm not arguing with him. Like nobody plays like pine. And I, I very, very much underestimated him and wrote him off. And I, I, I stand corrected uh, because he, he really is probably the best player in the league right now. He And I underestimated him because of the pink hair. I, he didn't seem very threatening. And I, up until that point, I had no idea who he was. And after the first match, I, I ate my words. And obviously, not only was stage one, but stage two were just chock full of evidence of his absolute skill. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that a lot can be said about, you know, the swagger that he brings and just like everything that he brings to the table, um, both leadership wise and performance wise. I mean, when we're looking at pine, I mean, the crazy thing to me is he's 20 years old. I mean, he still has a lot of years left in the overwatch league. Um, and (laughs) I mean, it's just crazy. Are you just are you just like literally just like sighing to yourself because you realize that we're both older than Pine? We're both older than Pine, and if you combined all of our skill, he could probably take us on both on blindfolded. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and still win. Uh, so what would end up happening is you would pick Soldier, I would pick Tracer, I would accidentally stick you with a pulse bomb, you would run into me, and we would both die. <laughs> Um, but no, um, I think Pine, Pine's phenomenal, obviously. Like, we, we don't have to talk a lot about Pine. Everyone knows Pine. Uh, but something that we might want to talk about a little bit, how about those Overwatch contenders? Oh, there yeah, is they, some, have, they have been absolutely taking off. There is something to be said about the Overwatch contenders and how different that league is functioning than the Overwatch league. So we obviously, we have the Mayhem Academy. Um, so I don't think we have talked a lot about the Mayhem Academy. Um, so I'm going to drop a couple names here on you. So we have more. We have Paintbrushy. We got Mikey A. We got Za, ZZA. Um, we have Moopy. Uh, and we have uh, Creamso. And then we are coached by Reprise and Third. And honestly, I mean, they've been winning games. I've been watching them. Um, and they're really impressive. So, I mean, when we're talking about if you don't have the time to watch, you know, I know a lot of people, it's like watching minor league sports. Um, you know, people want to watch the biggest and the best, and that's what the Overwatch League is. The Overwatch League is the biggest and the best Overwatch League, period. The best players in the world are in the Overwatch League. That is a fact. Um but when you want to watch the players that are going to be the best players in the world here in the next couple of years, the, that's what the Overwatch Contenders is for you. So if you have the time to invest, I highly recommend it. Say your city doesn't have an Overwatch League team. They might have a Contenders team. Um, so it's huge. Um, huge. Huge. So it's really – I mean, that's great just to support these. Like Most of them are smaller streamers too. So you have these, you know, these personalities like – I mean, there's um, 
obviously some of them are names, but most of them like on Twitter, like I've got more Twitter followers than they do. I wish our Twitter <laughs> had as many followers <laughs> yeah. as they do. Yeah, I know, but I'm like my personal Twitter does, but like they're small streamers. They're not making the big bucks. They're just playing the game because they love the game and they love Overwatch and they love, you know, competing against one another. Um, so I think, you know, that is huge. And I think that everyone should take a chance if you can to watch the mayhem Academy. They got a couple of uh, matches coming up, I believe. Um, yeah, they're playing the hot dog, a hot dog with toothpaste on when, uh, and Wednesday, uh, they're playing New York Excelsior two on Sunday and they're playing the guest logo from my guest jeans. (laughs) If you ripped it up. I honestly don't know what that logo is. Um, we got some. We got some research to do. Yeah, we. De- uh, I mean, we definitely do because there are some names. That, I mean, obviously there are some names that I don't recognize because you know there a lot of these guys are up and coming. Um, but you know, we. I mean, most of the most of the teams like the Gladiators have the Legion. We have Mayhem Academy. New York Excelsior has XL two. So you're watching all of these teams recruit younger and younger players and getting them to play. So I think it's great. And also, like I said, you know, it doesn't function the same way that the league does. You know, they're, they're also, they play other games too. So you can watch them stream Fortnite, which I know is something that we are both very familiar with. We have, uh, have uh, clocked a couple of hours, uh, into that, not to brag, but, uh, I get the most wins, victory Royales in the group. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Wrong game. Uh, that's yeah. You're you're right. I just really wanted chicken dinner or a chicken parmesan from Buca de Beppo. Buca de Beppo is a proud sponsor of Earl Enterprises. Earl Enterprises, please send us money, or just or just food. We're just food. We're we're not picky. We're not needy. We're fine with either. So now that we've talked stage two, do you want to talk stage three a little bit? Let's do uh, it. Hopes, expectations, dreams, aspirations. So we already talked about the Florida Mayhem stage three, but I'm going to drop you with kind of a hope and, and a hope. Hope and a prayer. Yeah. So here's what I want to have happen. So I want a complete shakeup for stage three. Oh, yeah? All the teams on the bottom, I want them to be on the top. All the teams on the top, I want them to be on the bottom. Korean shake up, move everybody Korean down. Korean shake up, move everyone around. Let's you know, let's really you know, flip the expectations everyone has upside down. Shanghai Dragons go undefeated. Uh, Florida Mayhem <laughs> nine and one. Um, like let's really shake this up because what I think we want to see is we want to see the league be super competitive. Um, we want to see as many teams as close to the top as humanly possible with records that are close together because what that makes for is interesting games. Because if two teams are playing for that spot in the semifinal, yeah, they're gonna give it their all, and I think that makes for better matches. And I think that's what we're getting right now from the Fusion and the Spitfire in their semifinal match. It's it's been so close. It's an it's been a nail biter so um, far, but yep. we do have a winner. a winner. We have a winner. The Philadelphia Fusion uh, came out on top against the London Spitfire. They're going to be taking the New York Excelsior on, and obviously by the time you listen to this, you already know what happened. Um, but Glenn, since we don't know, <laughs> since we don't know, what do you think is going to happen? I would love for the Fusion to win. Yeah, me like too. 100%. I would love for them to win it all. The team that couldn't show up to preseason to surprise us in stage one to absolutely take it in stage two. I would, I would, that is not a Cinderella story, but it is definitely a, a, a what I would consider a fairy tale story. Uh, and I would love to absolutely see it. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I know that that's a team that we wrote off completely. Yep. We, I mean, we just thought like, oh, they're having visa issues. There's no way they gel as a team in time. Like maybe stage three or four, um, they'll get their stuff together. But there's no way the first two stages that they're going to, you know, that they're going to compete. And here they are. Um, in stage one, we saw them win uh, – we saw them win win six games, go six and four. Which still coming out which of the is gate still good. is still impressive. And then we saw them go seven and three. So they've won thirteen of their twenty matches, which is super impressive. Absolutely. And they're right up there with the Excelsior, the Spitfire, and the Dynasty as this big dogs of the Overwatch League here in stage two. Um, so let's ask you. Um, some of my expectations, like I said, I want to see that. I want to see those standings flipped around. I would also like to see. Um, Something fun. I want to see something like real interesting, um, like a let's do a one v one, random <laughs> random heroes one v one, and the winner, I don't know, gets to uh, when they play in the uh, all star game. Um, so you pin everyone in the one v one tournament. The two winners of those are the captains, and they get to pick their teams. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. Kind of like a shake up of like. Because I know they're going to do fan voting, so maybe let them pick one other player that they want to play with, yeah. and then the fans get to vote the rest of them in. That'd so I be, think I think that'd be kind of fun, and I would watch a 1v1 tournament. I, I think, mean, the, I, I want to reiterate, we're at the end of Stage 2. We're about to start Stage 3 later this week, and then we have the rest of Stage 3, which is about four weeks, five weeks, and then we have Stage 4, and that's it. Yeah. So, so if you're gonna, if we're gonna see stuff, if we're gonna see some impressive stuff, and we're gonna see people, players stand out to make that all-star team, it's gonna happen within the next few weeks. Yeah, I mean, now is like this is crunch time. We're in, in baseball terms, we're in the dog days of summer right now. <laughs> it's you know, you know what? It's time to start winning games. Either that, or you're gonna fall back in the playoff race. Absolutely. So, what's it gonna be, teams? Are you gonna win games? Are you gonna are you gonna compete? Or are you gonna fall behind? Now, I I know I haven't been. Uh, keeping up entirely, but I do want to see a few things come up in uh, stage three. One of them being, I would love to see the dragons win, win a game, obviously not against the mayhem, but I would love to see them win a game. I, I know they have uh Gengu coming up. The first female overwatch uh, player, Gaguri, Gaguri, sorry, Gaguri coming up. So I would love to see her play. I would love to see what she does with the team how she affects the team, and I would love to see that that Dragons victory thanks to her contributions. Well, honestly, I think that their best chance at winning a match comes in that first week of Stage 1. Their very first match, in fact, the first match of the of the Stage 3 is against the, the Dallas Fuel. And, you know, and we could sit here and talk for hours. We're not going to about some of the issues that the Dallas Fuel have been having um, Absolutely. both on stage and in their performance and off stage with personal issues and, and personnel issues. Um, so if honestly, if there was any time for the, for the Dallas Fuel to take advantage, I mean, if for the Shanghai Dragons to take advantage of a team that is kind of weak to, to jump on them and get that first game, that first game is probably the best bet. And that, and that would be a great victory. As much as a Fuel fan as I started off being, uh, obviously a lot of their performance and a lot of, their off, off game performances have have kind of made me question that fandom, um, and again, I mean, a lot of my loyalty still lies with Seagull and Timon um, and a lot and Mickey and a lot of those guys on that team. But it's just not working, and it's and I'm starting to to waver a little bit. So I I do hope the Dragons win that game. Uh, I also would love to see 
you know, I, as much as I hate to say it, I would love to see the Outlaws make it back up to the top contenders. Um, I mean, it makes the show more interesting with Colin uh, being, you know, he, he he gets a second win. He gets a, a little, yeah, he, a little he gets a, a little, little bounce in his step a little... because when the Houston Outlaws, I mean, it it's not the the growth hormone that's really giving them the bounce <laughs> in the step. When the Outlaws are playing well, you can like, we were at a Beach Boys concert and the Outlaws, <laughs> the Outlaws were playing. And he literally, like, I just have a vivid memory of turning around and, like, all you could hear was, like, do you love me? Do you surfer girl? Surfer girl, my little surfer girl. That whole shtick. And beautiful song, by the way. Love seeing them live. If you get a chance to see the Beach Boys live, do it. What a lovely, lovely voice. Um, and then I turned around. And Colin was like, yes! And I turned around and I was like, Colin, what are you doing? And he was it's staring. Girl. He was staring down at his phone. He was like, the outlaws are on. And I was like, buddy, the Beach Boys, John Stamos and the Beach Boys are on stage. Uh, have, have some respect for Uncle Jesse. Yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely uh, does make it a lot more fun to to record these when, when Colin's really pumped up about the outlaws. Uh, and, and they're a great team. I mean, I would love to see them. Like I said, uh, I would love to see them again. I would love to see I, I'm my, the match that I'm looking most forward to on stage three is going to be the Fusion versus the Outlaws because mm-hmm. obviously depending on what happens in, the, in this last match with the Fusion, regardless, I, I feel like we can, we can honestly say that we were really surprised by their performance and we're happy to see them. And obviously they're going to be a team to watch out for in stage three. So I'm, I'm very excited to see the Fusions versus Outlaws and I'm hoping the Outlaws have a better season in stage three or a, a better uh, a better outcome in stage three. As far as the rest of the teams, their performances have been fairly consistent. Obviously, I hope the Valiant uh, step it up a little bit. We, we know they're a great team. We had a lot of fun with them in stage one, so obviously I'm rooting for them and hoping that they do better as well. But obviously the performance we saw from the Gladiators and, and our Korean teams, the Spitfire, the Excelsior, and the um, – oh, I'm blanking – uh, the Dynasty. Did I say Dynasty? No. Dynasty, Spitfire, Excelsior. Obviously, they're going to do incredible, but I would love to see not cracks. I would love to see teams step it up and then be outdone. Obviously, they're going to bring their high performance, their high skill, their high you know, compatibility, and, and we're going to see a lot of great plays from them, but I, I would love the teams, more teams, more teams is what I need to say, more teams step up to that, that level and, and really outdo them. So it's it's you know it's going well. I I have really high high expectations and good expectations for season three and it's in or for stage three. Sorry, and stage four is only going to be better than that because then it's going to come down to the top performances from the entire season and obviously that all star match is going to be a lot of fun to watch as well. So yeah, no, I agree. I'm I'm super looking forward to the all star match. And just in general, just looking forward to, you know, what the rest of the Overwatch League has to come. Because the Overwatch League is planning on, you know, announcing two more teams before next year. Um, so, I mean, how great would it be to get another another team? Um, and there's a lot of really good options. I mean, Atlanta would be a... Atlanta would be a, a fantastic city to and start. And you would have a local rivalry with Orlando and Atlanta. I know that yeah. we're starting to build that rivalry in soccer. So it would be great to have that rivalry kind of transfer over to another sport. Um, I think that you know Paris would be another good city. I know I, I know you have your <laughs> qualms um, with Paris. Um, 
you know, the way that they treated you is not right. All you wanted was a ham and cheese sandwich. That's all I wanted. Or um, even just the first South American team. Yeah, no, oh, ooh, I mean, there's so many options there. I mean, you can go Rio de Janeiro, Buenos Aires, um, yeah. literally, like, any one of those nations down there. Um, how about a how about a team in Central America? That'd be great. I mean, just a first full Spanish team. Yep. Would oh, be would be uh, would be great see, you'd for make us. A, you'd, make a, you'd make a fan out of me, honestly. Like, <laughs> just right there, and that doesn't matter where it is. Yeah. Uh, they could get sponsored by Junior Colombian Burger, uh, <laughs> and we would be we would die happy. It'd be great. Absolutely. So, with that said, Adam, anything else that you want to add to uh, to these thoughts, these final thoughts of uh, stage two before we move on to social media and our closing remarks? Um, no, I just think that stage two was uh, was great to watch. Um, I know that we kind of painted with a broad brush here um, for stage two uh, just because, I mean, so much happened uh, and the league is constantly evolving, constantly changing. And I think that the on stage performance and product that we're getting is top notch. So if you aren't, if you're listening to our podcast and you don't watch the Overwatch League, first of all, what are you doing? <laughs> um, second of all, start How watching. How confused are you? How confused are you that we're just yelling like <laughs> random words out? Um, but, you know, Obviously, we want you to watch the league. We want you to support a team. Uh, maybe you'll even support the Florida Mayhem. Who knows? Um, so, you know, we just are very passionate. And like we always say, we're just three idiots that really like Overwatch. And we really like video games. And the Mayhem. And the Florida Mayhem. So, um, we're just really glad that you tuned in. Absolutely. So, with that said, Adam, why don't you close us off with our social media? Wonderful. So, you can find us on Twitter. We are at Now. The OW stands for Overwatch. And the now stands for now. And that's right. The now does stand for now. We're also on SoundCloud um, and anywhere that you get your um, your podcast. We're on iTunes. Uh, all you have to do is search Overwatch League now. Um, you can leave us a review. Leave us five stars. Leave us four stars. Tell us that we're terrible. Do whatever you want, honestly. But, you know, defer- just we just want your feedback. We want to know that what we can do better as, um, as amateur uh, – <laughs> analysts and podcasters who are still very much learning what it you know what this all entails uh we want to you know get as good as we possibly can so we appreciate any feedback that you might have for us um also feel free to send us an email we are at overwatch league now at gmail.com um or reach out to us on twitter or reach out to us on twitter um twitter is probably the best way to reach us if you have you know a question that you want to hear us uh answer or if you have something you want to discuss it doesn't even have to be overwatch related if you're planning a vacation to orlando and you just want some recommendations for restaurants or what to do if you want to know what our favorite item on the junior columbia burger menu is we're more than happy to talk to you about it we absolutely would love to talk to you about junior columbian burger um no but in all seriousness um thank you all so much for listening uh we are just a bunch of idiots two idiots now because one of them got suspended (laughs) For Uh, growth hormones. For human growth hormones. Um, But no, we appreciate you all so much. And reach out to us. We we love hearing from you. We love interacting with you guys. Thank you so much again for tuning in for Stage 2. This is our Stage 2 recap. We will see you guys again at the beginning of Stage 3. Hopefully with the three of us intact. And (laughs) in the same continent. And uh, under under, uh, stable growth conditions conditions absolutely so with that said my name is glenn i'm adam we'll see you guys next time stay on the payload please that went well one shot one kill